0: Swung a large to left field deep. Bam going back, looking up. He will find Jim a miraculous cutback by the A's and a nice catch by Mount three run home run. And the A's
1: gonna again. It's now time for the A's Clubhouse Show.
0: And welcome back to the Coliseum where we have been manning our stations here while the A's and the Rangers played in Arlington and the A's beat the Rangers. By the final of 10-6, a rollicking start for the A's. The centerpiece, the grand slam by Olsen in the first inning, but really too close for comfort. And one thing, you know, a game like this, the manager, a pitching coach, they'd like a clean finish to the game. In other words, when the bullpen comes in, throws strikes, and let's just get back to the clubhouse and enjoy a nice, comfortable win. That didn't happen because the A's pitchers walked uh, five batters in the seventh and eighth innings combined, and hence the Rangers were able to get back in it in fact, make it a three-run game before the A's on La Stella's sack fly uh, gave us our final score 10-6 when the A's scored the game's last run in the top of the ninth inning. The A's have won five out of six. They're 13 games over 500 and still have the best record in baseball or in the American League, second best in baseball, and they stretch their lead over the Astros to seven games. Mike Fires got his fifth win. He allowed just one run going into the seventh inning, but then left the game and a couple of the runs that were on his card were inherited runs after Wendelkin uh, came in. But uh, Mike is now 5-2 and two on the year, and interesting that if you look at fires, and the trade of fires was under the radar. It was not something that garnered a lot of headlines. Uh, August 6th of 18, well, since Mike joined the A's, his record is 25-8 and eight now. So 10-6, the A's get the win. Reminder, this is the A's Clubhouse Show presented by your Northern California Lexus dealers. When we come back, Chris Townsend will pick up the coverage that's coming up right after this.
2: You're working from home. So, how do you connect with coworkers and clients? With Ring Central, the number one global communication solution for business, Ring Central makes talking, texting, collaborating, and video calls easy. And it's all on one platform. And when we say everyone should be connected, we mean it. It's why we're giving RingCentral free to educators, health providers, and nonprofits. Learn more at RingCentral.com. Welcome to the new RingCentral.
1: Set a reminder for A's Cast Live and don't miss out on appearances from manager Bob Melvin, GM David Forrest, and Ray Fossey. A's Cast Live airs prior to weeknight games and is always available in one click at athletics.com slash A's Cast. Join Chris Townsend for engaging look around baseball and hear from the biggest names in baseball as they give you the coverage you want and need. Get started at athletics.com slash A's today. This is A's Clubhouse.
3: That's right. It is the A's Clubhouse show presented by your Northern California Lexus dealers. Ken Korak, you didn't make the trip to Texas, but... Uh, All good in the hood right now. I mean, for the Oakland Athletics, they've won five of six. They're rolling, and they just keep racking up victories, and after this, you just have 17 games. I mean, the magic number is is dwindling as we speak because, obviously, they gained a half game on the Houston Astros because they didn't play in Los Angeles. They have the day off. It's going to be interesting to see over the weekend with they're only playing two games while the A's will play three, and then you got the Astros, can with a day off on Monday with the Athletics playing a double hitter. So there's a lot of ground. If you play well, there's a lot of ground uh, you can make, uh, a lot of ground that you can gain and put them even in, in a bigger hole.
0: No doubt. Magic number is nine now. And you start thinking about a possible clinch day. And that's a fun thing to think about if you're an A's fan. And they're also catching up with the games played by playing these double headers. So after Monday, they'll have just one double header left. And who knows, that game, the the twin bill against the uh, the Mariners the last Saturday of the season may not even mean anything at that point, Chris. So, yeah, they're playing well, and they've, they've got a great approach at the plate right now going. And if the home plate umpire has a consistent strike zone, it really helps the A's out because they're laying off pitches out of the zone. And we saw it with Luis Garcia as he began the game as the opener, <laughs> and he, wa- he walks the first three batters. So, I mean, you know, the whole opener thing, you can, de- you can debate the merits of it. Uh, I'll tell you one thing. It doesn't work <laughs> when the opener walks the first three batters of the game.
3: <laughs> and gives them a grand slam? You don't right, think that works? Yeah. You no. don't think that's a good idea?
0: No, I'm not a big fan. <laughs>
3: <laughs> I mean, if you're the Texas Rangers, I, you can't have a worse start than that.
0: Well, they've just had a lousy year. Let's face it. Chris Woodward's one of the great guys in the game. But, um, you know, and they're they're young players. They have guys that are in the big leagues. I guess, you know, too, Chris, where if you had a minor league season, maybe some of these guys wouldn't be playing in the big leagues. Yeah. Right? I mean, that's one of the things that's, um, you know, one of the more difficult things to swallow. Of course, there's so many things. That, you know, you could go down the list with uh, the virus and, and the effects, but not having a minor league season has really been a rough deal for baseball.
3: Oh, and I talked to one of their broadcasters, and we're going to have it on A's Total Access tomorrow, where it's like you know they're 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 playing for a draft pick right now. As much as you know, you got to try and win games on the field. That front office, they're they're in full on rebuild mode.
0: Yeah, and their front their their farm system isn't that great. They're not developing that many players, and then you look at some of the guys they have, and they're not producing. So they're a long ways off, and they took a shot with the veteran pitchers. They thought they might have a chance to contend this year if they could get some offense and, and surround um, you know, some of the young players with some veterans like Todd Frazier. They picked up him, and then they got Lyles uh, to try to help out their rotation, but uh, they, uh, it just hasn't worked out for them this year. Well, let's go over
3: some highlights. As you mentioned, this got out to a, uh, this got off to a great start. As
0: three straight walks, and then Matt Olson would do this again. The infield is back. We have the shift, and here's the three-two delivery to Matt, and that swung on and launched right field, way back, and no doubt, and right off the top today, Matt Olson hits a grand slam, and it's four nothing A's with nobody out in the first inning. How do you like that? He got a pitch right down the middle and turned it around. Ken, you called it like you were at that stadium. <laughs> well, what you're hoping for when you're calling the games off a TV Monitor, Chris, is a no-doubter. Yeah, <laughs> right. I mean, you can kind of tell. We, you could kind of tell on that one.
3: Yeah, and when this when this kid gets going, I I've, I've done that. We'll play. We'll play his next highlight. But I've done some math, and what he's been doing lately
0: is unbelievable. But first, let's get to Murphy, and this was a no doubter. The well traveled right hander first year with the Rangers and it has not worked out very well. The 1-0 pitch to Murphy is drilled to center field. Wow. Tavares going back. He will turn and watch it fly. A mammoth home run to center field by Murphy, and the A's take a 5-1 to lead. Swung on, gone. His fifth home run. <laughs> Everybody's pointing at where it went. Man. Uh, you
4: could tell, and just to kind of explain, we have monitors to, to play off of, and it was a swung on, gone, and straightaway center. And he can smoke it, and he smoked that one as soon as... I mean, you could hear the crack all the way from Arlington, Texas. <laughs>
0: from 1,500 miles <laughs> yeah, away, yeah. yeah. 464 feet, they said. Well, we've never been there before. I don't know exactly what they call that place where it landed, but it was... Murphy land. It was not close to the wall. <laughs> I mean,
3: this kid's power... The size of the catchers in this game is Sam Huff. uh, It was funny you're bringing up the great Sam Huff, the Hall of Fame linebacker out of the University of West Virginia. Uh, But these two catchers today, just massive
0: guys. And you add Jonah Haim to that too, right? He's not exactly a little dude either. So (laughs) Murphy power and patience too. It wasn't the long ball that was such a factor against the Astros. It was the walks that he received the other night. And then we had Olsen come up, and he kept it rolling in the second inning. Olsen waits. It's on the way in a breaky ball. He's stroked into right for a base hit. Scoring is Listella. Simeon turning at second. He's going to go to third. And the A's have runners at first and third. Olsen delivers a base hit to right. The A's lead six to one. And Olsen has five RBIs already.
3: So last eight games, Ken, I did the math for you. He's hitting 333 three home runs, and 14 RBIs.
0: Yeah, and 36 ribbies for the year and 13 homers. So as Bowmel says, you can kind of forget the batting average. The production has been there.
3: Yeah, no doubt. I mean, he uh, he is a special guy, and we always talk about how good he is defensively, but he really has the ability to carry a team. He has that kind of firepower, and... I just think this kid's going to have an MVP or two in, on, on his trophy case someday. A final in this one, 10-6, and the Athletics keep it going. Would you say? Magic numbers now nine?
0: Nine, yeah, to clinch the division for sure. Wow. Good stuff. All right, buddy, we'll talk okay, to bud. you tomorrow. Have a safe drive. You too, man. Thanks.
3: The great Ken Korak here. And how many times do I have to say it? Mike fires when he pitches, the A's win. That's just fact. And it's really dominant at home. But overall, ever since he's come over and he's been an A, they win. I mean that's just he, that it's it, it, it is what it is. I mean, the numbers are outstanding. We'll talk about that. Uh, We'll also get to your phone calls here on the A's Clubhouse Show, and the number is 510-956-3700. That's 510-956-3700. A great win for the athletics. You're listening to the A's Clubhouse Show, presented by your Northern California Lexus dealers.
5: The Lexus NX is crafted to take on the modern adventure called life alexa what's the quickest route home with amazon alexa compatibility and the advanced lexus safety system alexis nx is modern utility for the modern world because modern obstacles require modern solutions see your northern california lexus dealer
6: amazon alexa and all related logos are trademarks of amazon.com inc or its affiliates not all amazon alexa functionality is available for in-vehicle use oakland a's baseball play ball Tootsie Roll Midgey is a great way to enjoy
4: one of your old-time favorites, Tootsie Rolls. Each Tootsie Roll Midji is a chewy chocolatey treat individually wrapped for freshness and full of Tootsie fun. Now available in 25% more free lay-down bags. That is a lot of good old Tootsie flavor. Also try Tootsie Fruit Chews. There are five delicious
7: flavors in each bag. NBC Sports California is the home of the authentic A's fan. That's we're with the A's every step of the 2020 season. Join the East Bay crew of host Brody Brazil and analyst Stu Dontrell and Shooty as they provide analysis on A's pre and post game live. Stream your A's and get the latest news all on the My Teams app. And check out NBCSportsCalifornia.com/athletics for additional coverage from Jessica Klein Schmidt and Scott Bayer. Your A's, your way on My Teams and
6: NBC Sports California. If you're looking for the latest green and gold gear for the 2020 season, look no further than athletics.com slash shop for your officially licensed gear. That's athletics.com slash shop. You're listening to the A's Clubhouse Show.
3: Just a great way to start a brutal road trip. And this is brutal. The number's 510. That's 510-956-3700. This is the A's Clubhouse Show presented by your Northern California Lexus Dealers. You got four in Arlington. You got two in Seattle in one day. And then you got to go to Coors Field and Denver for two. I was so worried about this stretch from Houston being here for five, then going on the But you know what? These guys are passing tests like you wouldn't believe, flying colors. And they're smelling the blood in the water. You can see it. There's only 17 games left. Your magic number is nine. And you hope over the week, I mean, it's, it's always tough to say sweep a four-game set especially with the doubleheader in there. But Texas isn't very good. And if the Dodgers can take care of business against the Astros, because remember, the A's have the tiebreaker. You know, you can read these previews. It says the A's magic number is 11. No, since they have the tiebreaker, we learned that from the great David Feldman. Uh, going in was 10. Now it's 9. You win the next three games, and... The Astros lose in Los Angeles two games, which is totally possible because they, they've stunk away from home. Then you got the doubleheader on Monday, and they're off on Monday. I mean, if you put a nice streak here, we're going to be talking about the AOS title pretty soon. And they came out and did exactly what they needed to do today, put the pressure on. And did they come back? Yeah, they did. But when you're looking at this game and looking at this bullpen, ten to six, this was ball game over. And I wanted to give you the numbers on Mike Fires. Cause I'm I'm being asked all the time on this show, who are you gonna who are the three starters are you gonna use? I just wanna tell you, since Mike Fires has shown up in Oakland. The ball club is now 37-14. and 14. That's a well over 700 win percentage. It started today at 720, so it goes up. So if you're telling me when Mike Fires goes on the mound, that winning percentage right there, I, I, I can tell you, I, I know somebody, you know, he doesn't throw that hard. All I know is when he goes out there, the A's win. He's five and two, but it's win day when Mike Fires is on the mound, and he's fabulous at the Coliseum. I'm looking at the overall. I'm trying to find the. Uh, he is now 14 and two in 26 starts at the Coliseum. So if anybody calls me up and says I'm not sure about Fires. I'm just going to give you facts. This team wins when he starts the game, whether he factors in the decision or not. They're 14-2 and two at home, and they're 37-14. and 14. How am I not... How could I give you those numbers, and then you tell me I don't want him to start in one of these playoff games? I just... It... it, it it blows my mind that no one's looking at these numbers and because, and, you know, already, Sean Maniah, Look at what Sean Mania is doing. Well, uh, Frankie Motas has a couple good starts. I hear you. I think Lazardo for sure will get the ball. I think Fires for sure will get the ball. I mean, I've talked to Melvin about this. You, you, this guy wins, and he didn't touch a baseball in either wild card game. Something's wrong with that. In both games, you went home. I mean, there's something about him in Oakland. There's something about him in an A's uniform, and it works. So the more I think about it, if I go Fires and Lazardo, let let, let the battle for the third spot go. And some people have thought, okay, who could be the best out of the bullpen? Could be Bassett. Frankie Montas has not pitched well out of the bullpen. I don't have to make those decisions, thank God. That's above my pay grade. But I just, I've now just, just, just looking at the easiest numbers in in, in baseball. There's only two things you can do in baseball you win or you lose. You can throw every analytic, you can do everything. You can talk. The only thing that matters is wins and losses. And this guy, he wins, and the club wins. It, it's pretty it's pretty amazing let's hear from bob melvin he has already spoken to the media here is the skipper after the win
8: um is that just about an as ideal i guess a start to a, a game and also a long uh, road trip with a, a bunch of games that you can ask for it can have that kind of a lead in the first inning there well
9: i think just a win period um so yeah, good start to the road trip. You know, you, you're obviously you're trying to use as fewer levers as you possibly can. And Mike, you know, had it going pretty good, and obviously had to do something in the sixth. But um, yeah, you know, we have to be cognizant of of what our starters can do for us. And uh, but the bottom line is getting a win on the first first game of the series or first game of the trip. Correct.
5: Can you
10: talk a little bit about the turnaround for for Matt Olson in the, in the last few weeks? His average has gone up. His power is powers obviously uh, uh, substantial.
9: Yeah, his power has been there all year. He's just getting a few more hits. You know, he's been walking. You know, the one thing you look at his average, it is not indicative of how he's played this year. And, you know, he's been through some rough stretches like everybody has. But, man, uh, you know. You look up, you look at the RBIs, you look at everything else but the average, and it would suggest he's having a really good year. Anything else,
8: guys? Uh, what did you think of the ball that uh, Murphy hit out to center? And just overall, uh, the, this month, he's, he's been on base a lot, um, obviously.
9: Yeah, that, that's really maturing as a major leaguer. You know, we, You know the power is going to be there. You know, his offense is going to come around. He got off to a little bit of a slow start. But as you saw, his power is significant. I mean, he's going to hit some balls a long way that you're going to be talking about like tonight. But I think the the, the maturity is taking the walks now like we've seen. You look up and his on base is over 350, which is huge. Um, and just kind of learning the league a little bit more, understanding the opponent, how he's going to get pitched, all the above. So, you know, he's going to be a two-way player. He's going to be a guy that's going to do it for you defensively and offensively. It probably. looked
8: like Byers might have just tired there a little bit in the seventh inning.
9: Yeah, I mean, you know, I could potentially let him go another hitter. Um, but a homer in a couple walks, he's 100, pitch, 100 pitches. I don't want him to throw 115 to try to get out of the seventh. Um, so, you know, went and made the move right there. He, he'll he probably tell you, no, he's not tired. I don't think I – mean, he he expects to throw and can throw 120 pitches.
11: Any news from uh,
9: Colorado, Bob? No, not yet. I haven't heard anything yet. Hopefully, I have something for you tomorrow.
10: Bob, um, with the team with, with the long first inning and then runs again in the second, having the big lead, and I know maybe at the end for Mike in the seventh, but pitching with the lead and the way he kind of kept things going very quickly, thats the veteran knowing what to do and throwing strikes and making them put the ball in play.
9: Yeah, that, you know, that can be difficult. You know, you always want to have a lead, but it can also be difficult because, you know, you have to throw a ball over the plate. You don't want to walk guys. Um, so it's a little different mindset than if it's one nothing or 2 nothing, where you're trying to be fine on every pitch.
12: The first look at the stadium with the roof open, because I understand the last time it was closed. What's your impression of this stadium? You think
9: it, uh, it's, like, it's going to be like the other one with so many home runs and stuff? It seemed like it was carrying a little bit better with it open. I'm not sure I'd have to have a longer look at it, um, but it's a beautiful stadium, uh, and, and some balls probably carried a little bit more than maybe
10: what we saw last time. I think that's typical with any place uh, with a roof. Bob, is, is Mike Miner maybe going to give you an inning at the bullpen this weekend? He's have to throw a side to get ready for Seattle. I think more air toward the side, pitching in
9: Seattle. We'll see how the next, you know, we'll see how tomorrow goes.
3: So the roof was open. I forgot about that. I didn't even notice. Everybody's great reviews for this new stadium. And I'm glad that the A's are playing there, like now, in this month. So they've now got to see it a couple times. Because this is probably where the World Series is going to be. So the fact that you've been in this park, you've been in the clubhouse. You know we had uh, Liam Hendricks on talking about it, and he talked about the the facilities, everything's state of the art. I mean, it's a brand new stadium. And if you had, and it's a sneaky good road trip, by the way, because they're in Arlington, they got Texas live right now. I mean, I mean, you probably can walk. I don't know, fifteen yards, if that. And get from Texas Live, which has the barbecue place and the bars and the pizza place, and supposedly it's the largest indoor television, and it's it, it, it's a it's a entertainment center. It's it's pretty it's pretty incredible because I did the one in Philly too, and the one in Philly's not even close to as good as Texas Live. But yeah, the Athletics get used to that building, get used to winning in that building, because if you're in the World Series, you're probably going to be there. I have no idea what's going on with the negotiations between the Players Union and Major League Baseball. I honestly think it's crazy. We have no idea how the postseason's going to work. It's been floated out there. American League to Southern California, National League to Texas, but I don't know. I mean, other teams have less games than the A's do. Now the good thing about Giants and Padres being canceled tonight and tomorrow because of a COVID test, both those teams are obviously in the hunt. They may have a, a, a rough ending of the season, but I believe they play each other I think it's the last series of the season. So they'll will probably they'll be able to get this these games back in. But this is, you know, You look at the bubble, and the bubble's worked in the NBA. You look at the bubble, and it's worked in the National Hockey League. I mean, football's getting going. By the way, let's pause for station identification right here on A's Cast and the A's Radio Network.
6: A's Cast, streaming on iHeartRadio and broadcasting locally on Bloomberg 960, KNEW Oakland, and KOSF 103.7 FM HD2 San Francisco.
3: You know, I'm not going to be shocked if for. Some reason we start seeing fans in the stands, like in the postseason. Like before, I was said, "No way!" But I watched a football game last night. Anybody watched that last night? Kansas City—they had fans in the stands. So my buddy is a Kansas City Chiefs season ticket holder, and I'm texting. him like, "How's this possible?" How do they – who gets in? How do you get – I guess it's a lottery for season ticket holders. You got to pay extra money on top of your season tickets to get in. So, if we start seeing football games, NFL games with fans in the stands, everybody's copycat. These leagues are copycat. Could we be seeing people at the World Series? Could we be seeing people in the playoffs? whether it's 20,000, 15,000 just to have some fans in the stands. Cuz if football's doing it, why can't baseball do it? But I I kind of wish we would know what's going as the A's are getting closer, magic number 9, I wish we could have an idea about okay, how is this going to work? Who what seeds are going to Dodger Stadium, what seeds are going to San Diego, Petco Park, who's going to Minute Maid in Houston, who's going to be in Arlington. I I think we should get to, I mean, because I asked David Forrest, and you heard it today on Ace Total Access, like, he doesn't know, they haven't said anything. I mean, it's just absolutely wild. But most importantly, another victory. Just keep racking up victories. Three more in Texas, the final today, 10-6. to 6. We can take your phone calls at 510-956-3700. That's 510-956-3700. We're going to hear from Tommy Listella as he continues to still be great uh, for the athletics. And Vince Catronio is going to have Mike Fires. Remember, if you're listening on a radio station and they're leaving us, you can listen to the rest of the post uh, post game show on AceCast. All you need to do is go to athletics.com slash AceCast. That's athletics.com slash AceCast. Hit listen live and boom, you're in. This is the A's Clubhouse Show presented by your Northern California Lexus Dealers.
2: You're working from home. So how do you connect with coworkers and clients? With Ring Central, the number one global communication solution for business. Ring Central makes talking, texting, collaborating, and video calls easy. And it's all on one platform. And when we say everyone should be connected, we mean it. It's why we're giving Ring Central free to educators, health providers, and nonprofits. Learn more at ringcentral.com. Welcome to the new Ring Central.
7: NBC Sports California is the home of the authentic A's fans. Go! We're with the A's every step of the 2020 season. Join the East Bay crew of host Brody Brazil and analyst Stu Dontrell and shooty as they provide analysis on A's pre and post game live. Stream your A's and get the latest news all on the My Teams app. And check out NBCSportsCalifornia.com/athletics for additional coverage from Jessica Klein Schmidt and Scott Baer. Your A's, your way on My Teams and NBC Sports California.
10: The team on his back.
5: This has been the A's Clubhouse Show.
10: Chris Davis with the A's ninth walk off of the year. A long drive to right center that just kept on going. Thank
7: you for joining this exclusive presentation of Oakland A's baseball.
0: Crazy ball hit the center
4: field. Nobody is there. And there means the
2: A's have won the ball game. You're listening
5: to A's Cast.
3: And, of course, A's Clubhouse is brought to you by your Northern California Lexus Dealers. The number is 510-956-3700. Let's go to Jesse in Pleasant Hill. Good evening, Jesse.
13: Hey, Tony. I just saw the news on the Internet uh, this afternoon that Dalton Jeffries is making his debut tomorrow. I thought I'd call you and talk about it because this is a, you know, a name that we've been hearing for the last four years since he got drafted out of Cal. Uh, he was taken, I believe in the same draft as AJ puck in the first round. And uh, then immediately got Tommy John surgery, just like pretty much everybody else in the ACE farm system. <laughs> and now we're going to get to see him. Well, it's true.
3: Yeah, I know. Now it's crazy. It's, it's it, it's like an epidemic in every organization.
13: It is, but, you know, I read something. I think it was Buster Olney or somebody like that who tweeted out that uh, guys who get Tommy John, there's like a 96% of them never get a second one. So it's like you get it once, and for the most part, you never have to get a second one. It's rare to have to get a second one. We've known pitchers who had gotten second ones and even third ones, but it's rare for that second one to ever happen. So you think about all these pitchers days have, who've already had it, well, you don't have to worry about that again. But then of course there's other stuff like shoulder and thoracic outlet syndrome and all that. But tomorrow, you know, I rarely watch games. I pretty much listen to all the games. I listen on ACE cast, but tomorrow I'm going to sit down and actually watch a game on TV just to see this guy. I'm excited about it.
3: Yeah, me too. And, and, and I, I when, when, I heard about how it was going to work. I went, yeah, he's got to pitch the first game because there's no way you can have a guy making his debut sit around for the first game and just the nerves just keep building and building and building. And by the time you actually get him out on the mound, you could be an absolute train wreck. So you got to get him in there right out of the gate to help calm the nerves.
13: Yeah, and, you know, I'd be interested to see his velocity. I know that, um, that Bob Melvin said uh, today that, that uh, he's got his velo back and that he's throwing mid-90s now, or, you know, 95, 96. So I'll be interested to see the velo and if he's got a good – he's always had good control. He's got a good finishing pitch. And, um, you know, I, I would love to see next year. I know you love Mike Fiers. And you talk about him every episode, and the winning percentage and all that. But after a while, you got to take the training wheels off. You know, I mean, that's how I view guys like Mike Miner and Mike Fiers, and before that, Brett Anderson, and you know, Kevin uh, Cahill, Trevor Cahill, and those guys. They're like the training wheels, and and once you get those guys off, once you get you get them out of here, then you can start calling up the. You know, then you can have the rotation with Lazardo, and hopefully, you know, Puck can get his shoulder right, Montas and Jeffries and Caprillion and all these guys we've been hearing about. That is the rotation, okay? That's the rotation that I've been waiting for, you know, uh, to go along with what we have in the position players. No more of these filler mid-30s, mediocre starters, you know, or going out there and pitching in front of a good defense. I want dominant front line starting pitching. And, uh, you know, if I, I just can't wait to watch this guy because I know what I, I know what I got in Lazardo. I know what I got now. And I know what his ceiling is. His ceiling is high. I know what I got in Montas. That guy's ceiling is high too with the stuff he's got. Bassett too. You could throw him in there. Cause they have like three more years of control on him. Manaya, too, you know, I know what I got with those guys, but man, if we could just add Jeffries and Caprillion to that list and then go and just rock with a young rotation next year, all of them throwing hard, that would be, that would just be perfect with the, with the offense this team has.
3: But it's still a lot of unknown. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's, I mean, that's where you, you love the arms. You don't know what kind of innings you're going to get. You don't know if these guys can stay healthy. It's like with AJ puck now. I hate to say it, but I don't know how many guys go Tommy John and then have their shoulder, uh, a procedure with their shoulder, and then they go on and have a long career. And I don't mean to be Debbie Downer, but I don't know many guys that keep having surgeries that that end up having long. So A.J. Puck, I I, got to tell you, I'm very worried about his career as a professional.
13: I can't think of anybody who's had Tommy John and then shoulder issues. You know, extensive shoulder issues, and then came back. I mean, I know uh, A.J. Griffin, he had Tommy John, and then he came back and he was having shoulder problems, and now he's out of baseball. So, yeah, I, I, I hear you on that one. But at the same time, we didn't know what Barry Zito and Mark Mulder and Tim Hudson were going to give us, but they still got rid of Omar Oliveras and they still got rid of uh, Gil Heredia, and they still got rid of, you know, Kevin Apier, and they let those guys take off and do their thing, you know. And that's what I want to see. I want to get to that next stage in this process, you know, because um that's where that's where it is. It's it's really it's about power pitching and it's about uh you know, power uh power arms and, and really power bats. That's how you win. I just have one and question
3: was, though. You don't have a problem with a guy who's thirty seven and fourteen for you, right?
13: Well, you know it, it's a team game, Tony, and you know you, you can you can win. You don't win Cy Youngs anymore because you got you let the league in wins. and win.
3: No, know, that's, that's it's when he pitches, the team wins. It's it's mm-hmm. it's. I don't think a lot of people. I, I know I've been talking about it a lot, but I don't think a lot of people know that number. I don't think a lot of people know the number of how good he is at the Oakland. Col- He's fourteen and two at the Coliseum and uh, as an A. 14 and 2.
13: I'll give him credit for, you know, grabbing the ball every fifth day and, and going out there and giving us five, six innings, and sometimes seven every fifth day. Um, but what was the a's winning percentage over the last two years whenever Brett Anderson took the mound?
3: Whenever. It, it, uh, it, it, was, it wasn't as high as his.
13: I would bet it was pretty high, though, and he went 194 games in two years. Okay, I mean, everybody who's starting for the A's pretty, pretty much. You know, if they've been allowed to go out there and they've been competent, they've been getting wins. I mean, this is a good team. So the fact that he's grabbing the ball every fifth day, credit to him. The fact that he's going out there and giving you, you know, quality innings, credit to him. But if you look at his peripherals and, you know, Ace fans talk about this stuff. I'm not a big stat guy like these guys on uh, some of these websites, but his peripherals, they're, they're just not exciting. You know, he's hittable. He gives up a lot of hard contact. He doesn't get a lot of strikeouts. He's mediocre and he's playing on a good team. And you know what? Good for him. You know, but it's time to, I want to, I, I would rather let Dalton Jeffries get those innings next year or let James Caprillion get those innings because I think the team is good enough. And we saw this the first 20 games this year. The team is good enough to survive with, um, you know a little risky starting pitching but at the same time the bullpen would have to be really good too so i don't know i just i well i do know i want to see the training wheels come off so this this next start tomorrow for me is going to be really exciting and real quick before you let me go i think um over the next 17 games or whatever chris davis should just be in there every day just just in case it's a situation where he just needs to get a lot of reps to get going. Like we've seen in years past with him. Cause I got a feeling he's just healthy and he just needs to be out there every day. And if we could, if we could let him play every day until the end of the year, both ends of all the double headers, just let him get it back to it, to it, to And if this is an if, if he can get hot just by that last week, we know how he can carry a team. I think it's worth just letting him bat every game, put him in DH every game, and then if he's still struggling, if he looks lost after 17, 18 straight games in there, don't even put him on the postseason roster. My, my, the my,
3: question, my question to that would be, whose at-bats are you going to are, are take? Well,
13: fortunately, I mean, not, not fortunately, unfortunately, but you know, Stephen Piscotti, we don't know what's up with him. Um, his elbow or not his elbow. His, his wrist.
3: Uh, so his but wrist. if he comes back, and so basically you've had a rotation wow. where you got Grossman, Loriano, Piscotti, uh, and you got Canna, if you're just gonna say D H Chris Davis, and I'm just gonna hope that at some point you start actually making contact, um somebody's gonna have to sit. So which one of those okay, guys are you gonna actually... take their at bats from him?
13: Well, first of all, it's not just actually making contact. I'm going to hope that he can start cranking balls over the wall again and changing games with big swings. You know what I'm saying?
3: It's been a while. I've stopped doing the stats. I've stopped doing the stats, but if you go back from when he signed the contract and you go back to, like, June, the date's like June 27th of last year, the numbers are so alarming it's unbelievable.
13: Well, to answer your question, I don't think it would be that big of a deal if, if, you know, Loriano got a day off and then Canna got a day off and then Piscotty gets a day off and you got on the versatility, you can just give guys days off. I mean, it's not like they don't need it. You know I mean? They've been playing a lot of games in a, in a short amount of time. So, you know, you could figure it out, but man, I just love to see him get at bats every day. And um, because he's a difference maker, if you, Hey, the only guy to hit a home run with this iteration of the A's in the postseason is Chris Davis, the two-run home run at Yankee Stadium. That's you know? true. Thank you, so, Jesse, uh, for
3: the phone call. Good stuff. Uh, I hear what he's saying, and I know there's probably a lot of people that feel the same way. It's just, you know, he had one game where, I mean, they really feel right now just kind of take you behind the curtain. Anybody with any type of velocity, they don't want him facing it. The the, the bat speed's different. You know, Grinky doesn't throw hard anymore. They're worried that when he's got to go up against a right-hander that throws hard, he's got to speed up the bat. It's just, I mean, they have the numbers. They're just, at this point, just trying to put him in situations where he's not going to fail. And do I want to take at-bats away from guys that are productive? That you think you're going to need in the postseason? I, I, I don't know. It's a very tough call. I'd love, to, I'd love to get 48 home run Chris Davis back. I'd love that. But I don't know where that guy went. And you're now not talking about a small sample size. You're talking about a really, really large sample size of either not being able to make contact or it's really weak contact. And the great power and opposite field and you know all the big home runs that put you ahead or tie the game, we haven't seen that in a long time. I don't know what to do with Chris Davis. He's become a mystery. Just hasn't been good. So I, I don't know what you do. All right, here's
10: Vince Catronio after the game with Mike Fires. Tony, thanks. Mike Fires into the seventh inning. The A's open up this uh, road trip with a lot of travel with a 10-6 victory against Texas. And Mike, the A's batted eight batters in the first and again in the second. The, the Rangers threw seventy pitches in those two innings. What's it like for you to to kind of be ready, stay ready, and then pitching with the lead? What are the things that are that are the checklist that keeps? to make sure that you can get deeper in the game like you did
14: well it's definitely uh it looks easy yeah. Um, I think just watching but you know as a starting pitcher when that first inning goes really long even the second inning um just gotta you know stay stressed out stay stay warm and um because it's it's kind of a it's, it's great it's great to have those long innings you know since we're scoring runs but at the same time you know I gotta do the things I need to do to, to be ready when I get out there and and throw strikes and throw with conviction, you know. Even though it was seven, it was seven nothing after the second. Um, you know, you can't let off the gas, you know, you gotta keep going at them, keep being aggressive, make good pitches, and um, you know, just pitch with the lead. You know, don't walk any guys, but you got to make good pitches still. I mean, that those guys can can make it hurt if you leave them over the plate, and um. So it's it's just not an easy game after after we score a bunch of runs you know early.
10: You had the uh, the emotion, if you will, of the five game series with the Astros, which the A's did a great work taking four out of five. And you've got a lot of baseball and a lot of travel here, which started tonight in Arlington. So how do you how do you? Which I think has been a success for this A's all the A's team all season. How do you focus simply on today? You know what's out there, but how did you just kind of compartmentalize what you needed to do?
14: Literally just play the team in front of us. Um, that's all we can control. And, um, with the way we're playing, you know, it's just come out, come out ready. You know, we feel like if we come out and play, play good baseball, where we can play with anybody. And, um, you know, you come up against a team like Texas, which, now uh, they haven't been playing the best, but, you know, like I said, you know, any one of these teams that we play can definitely hurt you. So, uh, we got to focus on that day and, and that day only, you know, you look too far ahead in the schedule, um, kind of lose track of, you know, what's a hand. And um, so just about, you know, playing that day and, and and winning, winning today.
10: Has Sean Murphy's home run come down yet?
14: <laughs> that was nice. It was, it was majestic. Uh, to see a ball go up there in center field. Um, I'm sure he loved it. We loved it. Um,
10: just another, another run tacked on. You had retired eight in a row. You were definitely in uh, a good spot against Texas as you got to the seventh inning. What frustrated you about not being able to close that inning out like I know you felt you could? Yeah, it's just –
14: it's the walks. Um, you know, not walking a guy all game and then walking back-to-back hitters in the seventh. Um, to put J.B. in a tough situation. And then, like I said, uh, you want to give as much rest to the bullpen as you can, especially the way, way they've been pitching this year. Uh, they get used a lot, so um, the less tension we can take off them, the
10: better. And finally, I worked at the ballpark in Arlington back in the Jetstream days when I was with the Rangers. You pitched there. You've actually you're the only pitcher that pitched in Arlington this year. New Globe Life Field with the roof closed, and tonight with the roof open. Did you sense a difference at all? Breaking records. Um, <laughs> uh, I mean,
14: it was it's really nice out tonight. So you know, opening it up was was nice, but. Um, I'm just glad to be out of that old park. I don't know. I, this one feels a lot better.
10: Nice job. Fifth win and ace get off on a good start on this road trip. Thank you, Mike. All right. Thanks, Vince. Mike fires joining us. Townie back to you. So we can't see these
3: interviews, but according to Robert, he was eating an ice cream sandwich. while he was doing the interview with Vinny. You can do whatever you want when you're winning, baby. That is interesting. Like, why Why would the ball fly more because the roof's open? I, 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 I don't know that answer. Does it make it hotter so the ball flies more? But what if the wind, you know, because Texas is so windy. What if the wind came in? I mean, you remember, like, Candlestick Park? where the fog would come over the stadium and come down and the wind would be swirling. Like, don't you have the possibility of swirling wind or something when the the roof's open? I don't know why. I don't know why. I mean, domes usually have been great to hit in. Like in Arizona, they love to hit in Arizona and they love to hit in Toronto. And it doesn't matter if the roofs are open or not, the balls just fly there. I, I, I just don't know but get used to it, and I've had a couple people hit me up on Twitter since I brought up uh, Thursday Night Football, the opening game, the Chiefs against the Texans. Oh, by the way, um, that Patrick Mahomes kid, yeah, he's still pretty good. He's he's done stuff, at, as I've been standing on the sidelines, he's done stuff that everybody looks around and goes, "Did what did he just do? He really ran to his left, turned his body, and threw it 40 yards downfield across his body. This, the arm talent and athleticism of Patrick Mahomes, my God. But I've had a couple of people hit me up on Twitter already, at Townsend Radio, saying, I'd pay to go to the playoffs. If they're going to have, if we're going to sit there on Sundays and Saturdays with college football, and we're going to see fans in the stands, I know we're all still freaked out here in Santa Clara County and Alameda County. Different counties are are doing different things. Like, have I told the story about going down to Monterey? Got my mask on and, you know, and all of a sudden, like, oh, you can eat inside the restaurants. I'm like, what? You can do that? Because I can tell you, as of March 15th, my birthday here in San Jose, nobody's been in a restaurant can't get into one you can eat outside but you can't get in a restaurant so i'm gonna start to wonder like we talked with jeff blum from houston and you know he went to cal so he knows the bay area and i when i was telling him yeah we're pretty much we've pretty much been still on lockdown you know just recently you can go get your nails done or your hair done he was shocked he's like really how are you guys surviving People that I talk to around the country are, they can't believe when you tell them what it's been like. And still kind of what it's been like. But in other parts of the country, I mean, I got to tell you, you know, we talk about the chicken pie shop at Walnut Creek, but we got the San Diego chicken pie shop, the flagship. We've had people eating in our restaurant for a couple weeks now. I tell people all the time, as it, you know, we're closed now. But I, I'll be like during that. I'm like, there's people in our restaurant right now eating. So, can you have fans at Petco Park? Can you have fans at Dodger Stadium? I guarantee you, they've been thinking about it in Texas. Can you have fans in Houston and 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 Arlington? Is is the is the World Series going to be in Arlington? Can you be one of? a lucky tell everybody I have to wear a mask and you can come in and there could be 15,000 at the World Series. I bet you that'd be a loud 15,000 people being able to get in. And I don't think they'd care who's in the World Series. Just be able to go to a game. I don't know. We're going to see. A's with a terrific win tonight. The number is 510-956-3700. They've won five of six. The magic number is down to nine and only 17 to play. But here's the thing about that 17, a boatloader coming right away. Think about that. Doubleheader tomorrow, then a game Sunday. Doubleheader on Monday. I mean, there's not a day off until the 17th. This magic number, if they keep playing the way they're playing, oh, quickly before we're gonna before we go to break, let's go to Charlie in Santa Cruz. Charlie, sorry to keep Hello. you on hold. Welcome to the A's Clubhouse
11: Show. Tony, I agree with you. Mike Fires knows how to pitch. You know, I agree. He he mixes six pitches, and he goes up and down, and he he, he does not overpower anybody, but he keeps everybody off balance. And, you know, I love him. But the reason he hasn't pitched in the wild card games is because they weren't in Oakland. You know, he's a fly ball pitcher. It was in Yankee Stadium. I would not have started him either. All right. So I also agree for the playoffs. The bubble is a no brainer. They must be finalizing details on that. Come on. That they have to do that, duh. Um, and the and the last thing is, you're talking about fans in the stands. Yes, I will pay and go to the Ogun Coliseum as long as there's no smoke like there is now, Tony. Jesus no, please.
3: Yeah, after my fifth inning hit today on the broadcast, I did a walk. Uh, where I live in San Jose, and I did a walk with the family while you know I got the game on my phone, walk the dog, and literally outside my house, and walking around the hood, it was like you were at a bonfire. I mean, you could just you could smell the smoke, almost taste the smoke. It's 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 really it's really hard to believe. It's just it's uh, scary. Thank you, Charlie, for the phone call. Yeah, it just walking around, and this was at what, whatever time. Hey, Robert, this was a long game. When was the fifth inning hit? Do you remember? Yeah, but yeah, it's uh, the smoke out there is really, really, really bad. And you know, I guess it's not not that bad in Southern California. You don't have that in Texas, so it won't affect the playoffs. Yeah, the bubble thing, it works. And as David Forrest said, yeah, they've been looking at, and and I guess Major League Baseball has called the NBA, has called the NHL, has reached out. How are you going to do this? And they're figuring out, well, that, you know, they did that. You know, there's two different bubbles in the NHL. They took everybody down to Disney World in Florida, and it's worked. I just, I, I wish we could just bubble wrap everybody and get them to a bubble right now. I do believe we know the giant that tested positive. It's out there on Twitter right now. I, I got I got to find it, and obviously that's it, it's bad news. But you know you isolate, and the Padres didn't come in because someone said, "Well, oh, that what, what about the the." The, the, the Padres and Dodgers series right after that, the Padres were not in contact with the Giants. So that shouldn't affect that series. I'll find it here. We'll find out next who, who's the Giant that tests the positive. And hopefully he's asymptomatic. You put him to the side, test people for a couple days, everything's good, get back to playing, and finish out the season. You're listening to the AIDS Clubhouse Show, presented by your Northern California Lexus dealers.
5: The Lexus NX is crafted to take on the modern adventure called life. Alexa, what's the quickest route home? With Amazon Alexa compatibility and the advanced Lexus safety system, the Lexus NX is modern utility for the modern world, because modern obstacles require modern solutions. See your Northern California Lexus dealer.
6: Amazon, Alexa, and all related logos are trademarks of Amazon.com Inc. or its affiliates. Not all Amazon Alexa functionality is
15: available for in-vehicle use. Ready to take on that painting project? Ask Sherwin-Williams and get
1: 35% off paints and stains with sale prices starting at 2502 August 27th through September 7th. With 35% off our exceptional paints and stains, you can give some color love to your bathroom, living room, or every room in your home. Shop in store or order online for curbside pickup. Retail sales only, some exclusions apply.
2: See
6: store for details. Whether class is in school, at home, or a little bit of both,
2: Staples has everything you need to start the year right and all at amazing prices. From notebooks to lap desks, folders to noise-canceling headphones. This week, Staples two-pocket paper folders and one-subject notebooks are an incredible 10 cents each. Now that's a back-to-school deal you don't want to miss.
6: Shop in-store or pick up curbside. School on, save on at Staples. Ends nine twelve. limit
2: six, in-store only, while supplies last. Curbside available in most stores.
3: want to add to your collection of A's memorabilia the Oakland A's community fund will host online auctions throughout the season you can bid on great and unique A's items like baseballs bats and more with proceeds benefiting the Oakland A's community fund visit athletics.com community for information on the A's online auctions that's athletics.com community
10: And a two-strike pitch to LaStella. He swings and slaps it on the ground through the left side of base hit. That will score a run. Machine crosses the plate. Tommy is two for two. The A's now lead it eight to one. Such a great job of hitting and,
4: and, you know, just contact. He covers the plate so well. It's amazing. I I can't believe that they would even consider any sort of a shift. They were slightly shading him towards second base as what Andrews was. The ball was right, too, where he would have been playing. But he uses the whole field as well as anybody. He's fun to watch.
3: And he's huge for the team. And good to see Marcus get two hits. But Tommy LaStella puts the bat on the ball. Two for four. I mean, how do you not love this out of your leadoff guy? Two for four. Two runs scored and two RBIs. Your leadoff guy's hitting 275 and has an OPS of 812. Is that any good? You'll take that. And he also had a walk. He's always on base. He's always making contact when there are people in scoring position. He is what the doctor ordered for this team. I don't know when... When are we going to play Eno Saris from the Athletic, Robert? Sunday? Okay, so... I taped Eno today, right before he was going on a beer run. Yes, he is a, a national columnist and a beer connoisseur. Love Eno. He's the best. Did you know that the A's are hitting more fly balls and less ground balls at a percentage that's never been seen before since they started tracking that? I heard that today. I was like, what? That's all the A's do is hit fly balls. They're hitting less ground balls than like anybody in the history of the game. David Forrest has said it on A's cast on the general manager show. Ball goes far, team goes far. But think about that. No team in the history of the game. And I don't know how far back Eno's going, okay? So I don't know if it's all the how, how far how far they can track this. All I know is listen on Sunday and you're going to hear the A's are hitting fly balls at a rate that's never been seen before since ever or they started tracking it, whatever. They don't hit the ball on the ground, everything's in the air. Now you like it when you're hitting home runs, but if you're not hitting home runs, how are you going to score? And that's what a guy like Tommy Listella gets on base, makes contact, drives and runs, doesn't strike out. You put the ball in play, crazy things can happen. And somebody asked Melvin in the in the postgame, this Sean Murphy guy's been getting on base. He's kind of figuring out a little bit. I mean, he's got a 235 average, but with his pop, he's got an eight sixteen OPS, but, you know, starting to figure it out. Starting to see him on base more, and that's good to see. Here is Tommy Lastella after the game with the media.
8: Hi, Tommy. Hi. Uh, when you guys uh, start a game uh, the way that you did with the three walks uh, ahead of the Grand Slam, what does that just indicate to you about the the approaches at the top of the order?
12: Yeah, they were great, um, you know, not just in the first inning, but uh, – I think we scrapped out over the next couple innings some runs, but yeah, it was huge to get out of that early lead. And, uh, put us up big with that swing. And yeah, we just kind of cruised the rest of the way.
8: After a little bit of time now, what's your impression of this lineup sort of, uh, top to bottom the potential there? Yeah,
12: it's, um, it's a, it's a really good lineup. And, um, to think right now we're out, uh, without Matt Chapman, um, and you know we're still driving in runs and putting together great abs one through nine. We're strong and uh, you know with the pitching being the way it's been, uh, yeah, we like where we're at. Well,
2: what sort of the dugout reaction to Sean Murphy's home run looked like? It went pretty far.
12: Uh, I was actually in the on deck circle, um, so I didn't hear the dugout, but I was kind of in all I was like kind of watching the firework go off. But um, yeah, I mean he's got some incredible raw power and. put together great at bats all night tonight not just for that home run so it's good to
10: see tommy i know you've done you've done this before batting lead off but it's it's a stretch now at the a's what's what's the comfort level how much fun is it being at the top of 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 the lineup and trying to get things started
12: yeah it's it's been great um i like hitting lead off and especially hitting lead off on this club with uh so many potent bats coming up behind me so i'm just Trying to get on base, set the table for the rest of the guys. Uh all well. Anything else, guys?
8: Just lastly, can you kind of uh, describe or maybe sum up just the, the, the feeling amongst the team right now? Obviously, coming off of the um, a, a pretty charged series there against the Astros, and now of starting this kind of run of a lot of games in, in a week. Um, just if you could kind of capture the feeling for you guys
0: right now.
12: We feel good. Um, obviously, we're going to be playing. lot of games coming up I think we have a break maybe in a week or so but we feel good we're putting together good at bats and um throwing the ball well and playing good defense so yeah moving clubhouse good
3: everything's good when you're winning winning is the greatest deodorant of all time cleans up any stank any stank don't worry winning makes it good you win I mean, look at the A's, 72, 73, 74. Whatever issues you make, you win, everything's good. In the end, everything is good. Ask my man Ray Fossey. You know, this is a year that, you know, you're not going to really, you, you don't have to, like, get so caught up in your stats. I know that's hard not to as a baseball player, because that's really ultimately how you're judged. It's a numbers game. But if you're Bob Melvin, you just got to keep just drilling it in your guys. Keep playing hard. Keep winning games. And it's about getting hot for the postseason. And now you don't have to worry about the one game. And, oh, my God, it's a wild card game. We're unlucky, you know. Hopefully you're going to be able to host the series, play, play two games, not three, win both those games, and then... You know, it looks like this bubble is going to happen. And it looks like the World Series will be at this ballpark in Arlington. And it does look like National League will be in Texas. American League will be in California and Southern California. And they'll get some type of bubble going and get it going. Because if anybody tests positive on a team in the postseason, I I, I don't know what you do. Like I said, I'd like to bubble wrap everybody right now and just get to the postseason. And be like, you know, sorry guys, you can't see anybody. I know this is mentally tough. I I know it's unfair. I get it. But we need you only seeing each other. Hotel, bus, stadium, back to the hotel, and that's it. You can't go out. You run the risk. And even though some people, you know, there's there's different information out there, and if you wear a mask and but I'm just saying to make sure that this thing goes as a San Francisco Giant has tested positive. And you always wonder, okay, why is someone testing positive when you're supposed to already kind of be in a bubble? Well, like Daniel Mingdon. Mingdon was at home in Houston. Saw family. Totally understandable. But, guys, we got to stop doing that. We got to stop. We got to get everybody together, huddled up in a bubble, and just suck it up for a month. It's a month. I wonder if baseball looks back what they would have done differently. It's not I, the NBA games. It's weird to watch. It feels like it's Vegas Summer League because you're not in in a regular arena. The no fans thing really hasn't bothered me. I got used to that watching the KBO. Like after a while, it's just and like football last night. I mean, the fact that there was a cut, there was some fans in there. I, I, you know, it just I've gotten used to it. I watch sports. I've gotten used to there's nobody at the golf course for the PGA gotten used to it I just appreciate that we got it and we can watch it but I you know with with a giant testing positive today I wonder who it is how you know they start contact tracing like how did he get it what was he doing did he leave the bubble did he leave what where did he where has he been? Because with the Marlins, Major League Baseball wants. Major League Baseball is great of going. We're just going to put out reports that are false <laughs> and act like, uh, act like uh, you know, like they did with the Astros. That's another thing Eno Saris will talk about on because I asked him about you know the A's. They don't like the Astros. I, you know the interview I did with the Rangers broadcaster today. You're going to hear tomorrow. Um, they are like, hey, everybody was, everybody's rooting for the A's to win the division because they hate the Astros. And the joke is, yeah, the Astros act like they invented baseball. Nobody likes these guys. Not necessarily the – well, yeah, not the players. They don't like the players and the front office people and the scat. They don't like these people. So Eno's going to talk about that. And when you look at the competition, you know, and people are rooting, like people in the AL West are like rooting for the A's. They want them to take down. I mean, everybody would love to see the Astros not make the postseason. But this bubble thing, it's working in certain sports. And let's face it, baseball needs to get to it as fast as possible. One more segment of the A's Clubhouse show, and we'll get you ready for not one. Ernie Banks, let's play two. got a double dip tomorrow in Texas. You're listening to the A's Clubhouse show, presented by your Northern California Lexus dealers.
16: Here's what we want everyone to do. Count all the hugs you haven't given, all the hands you haven't held, all the dinners you didn't share with friends, the trips you haven't taken. Keep track of them. Each one means one less person vulnerable one less person exposed and one step closer to a healthier community. So for now, keep your distance, but don't lose count. We'll have some catching up to do. Kaiser Permanente, thrive.
15: As we prioritize our homes and our health, it's also a good time to reassess our finances. As a local not-for-profit financial institution, First United Credit Union wants to save you money by refinancing your loans. They may be able to lower your monthly payment on your auto loan, mortgage loan, home equity loan or line of credit. Or maybe they can shorten your term to pay off your loan more quickly. Want more? Use the promo code ATHLETICS when you apply online at firstunitedcu.org and they'll give you $100. Insured by NCUA, Equal Housing Lender, NMLS 594075. Want to
1: win an autographed, game-used jersey? Well now you can with the A's jerseys off their back sweepstakes. Fans can win an autographed jersey signed by a current A's player or coach by entering the sweepstakes at athletics.com slash jersey. Sweepstake tickets are one for $5 or five for just $20, with all proceeds benefiting the Oakland A's community fund. Head to athletics.com slash jersey for your chance to win.
2: A pro football game nicknamed the Ice Bowl had one of the most dramatic finishes in history.
0: Geico's game saver.
2: In the bitter cold, a minus 48 degrees with wind chill, Dallas and Green Bay battled. The contest came down to a successful quarterback sneak by all-time great Bart Starr, who scored with just 13 seconds to go, giving Green Bay another championship. Whether you rent or own, Geico makes it easy to bundle home and auto insurance. Having a home is hard work, so get a quote at geico.com. Easy.
5: The Lexus NX is crafted to take on the modern adventure called life. Alexa, what's the quickest route home? With Amazon Alexa compatibility and the advanced Lexus safety system, the Lexus NX is modern utility for the modern world. Because modern obstacles require modern solutions. See your Northern California Lexus dealer.
6: Amazon Alexa and all related logos are trademarks of Amazon.com Inc or its affiliates. Not all Amazon Alexa functionality is available for in-vehicle use third floor study hall. My dining room table, home room Monday and Tuesday, my living
5: room Wednesday to Friday.
2: Wherever school is this year, Staples has amazing prices on everything like lap desks, computers, and UV sanitizers. This week, the 15-inch Lenovo IdeaPad 3 laptop with Intel Core i3 processor is just $399. You save $130. Shop in-store, order online, or pick up curbside. School on, save on. Staples ends 912, while supplies last. Curbside available in most stores.
7: NBC Sports California is the home of the authentic A's fan. That baby is gone. We're with the A's every step of the 2020 season. Join the East Bay crew of host Brody Brazil and analyst Stu Dontrell Dip and Shooty as they provide analysis on A's pre and post game live. Stream your A's and get the latest news all on the My Teams app. And check out NBCSportsCalifornia.com/athletics for additional coverage from Jessica Klein Schmidt and Scott Bayer. Your A's, your way on My Teams and NBC Sports California.
3: Can I give you another stat on Mike Fiers? Since a lot of you are probably like, is he talking about Fiers again? Mike Fiers is now seven and zero in 10 starts against the Rangers, since the beginning of 2018. I don't know. There's some negativity out there. And I don't really know Fiers that well. I mean, I've interviewed him a few times. I haven't had a whole lot of interaction with him. Seems like an all right guy. Once again, when he pitches, the team wins. Well, Townsend, doesn't throw 98. Well, Townsend, he doesn't have this massive curveball. He doesn't have the split. He doesn't have the greatest slider. He doesn't have the... uh, He wins. Sorry. You guys are now all addicted to velocity. Everybody feels that you have to dominate and strike everybody out. Well, there's something to pitch into contact. Not getting the barrel. Getting fly balls in a park that eats up fly balls. I mean if he's that if he's not that good, why does he keep winning? As Brad Pitt said, if he's a good hitter, why doesn't he hit? Well, guy's a big, massive guy, and he his batting practice is incredible. Okay, well, why doesn't he hit? He just needs more at bats. Well, why doesn't he hit? Like Franklin Barreto, he doesn't get into, he he doesn't get the chances. Well, Machine didn't get the chances, and all of a sudden he's kind of productive. He's it's a little sample size, but he he's actually done some stuff. I I I to me. You may not love older guys that just have that moxie and know how to pitch. Let's face it, Shamanai is not blowing 98 either, if you want to be honest. And if you also want to be honest, Frankie Montas, ever since the back, yeah, his his 98's been around 96 and at times been hit hard. It's not always about velocity. But he's now 7-0 against the Rangers since 2018. By the way, I forgot to bring this up. So obviously, if you go on to... So what I do is I watch the game on my computer because, of course, my wife and kids are at home always. So I watch the game on my computer, but I listen to A's cast through my phone and my earbuds as I keep score and watch the game. So, obviously, you're watching the Rangers broadcast because they're the home team when you're watching that on MLB.com. We take you behind the curtain. We get, a, we get a, a special code that we can watch A's games from the Bay Area when the majority of you can't. Sorry, it's just the way it works. So, I'm able to watch the game, and they had on C.J. Nikowski, friend of the program. Love that guy. He's fantastic. Uh, they they put up a stat on their broadcast since the two thousand and eighteen All Star break. I am going to have this tomorrow for I think my uh, for my third inning hit. Remind me of this, Robert Costa, because I got to come up with what four hits tomorrow in a double header. So going into today, so it's the best record versus a division opponent since the two thousand and eighteen All Star break. Number 1 going into today. Number 1, the Cleveland Indians against the Detroit Tigers. They're 25 and 6. Number 2, the Yankees against the Orioles. That should shock nobody. They're 27 and 7. Third, your Oakland A's. The A's against the Rangers since the 2018 All-Star break, going into today, were 27 and 8. So now make that twenty-eight and eight. Then fourth is the Astros versus the Mariners, twenty-nine and ten. And then it's the Braves. They've been mopping up on the Marlins 27 and 10. But since the All Star break of 2018, the A's are 28 and 8 against the Texas Rangers. That's called ownage. Big time ownage. You know what? Let's. I know we had uh, Mike Fires with Vince, but uh, we do have Mike Fires when he met the media before he talked to Vince.
8: Here, here is Mike. How's it going? Um, what's the uh, just the effects for you when um, when you're staked in early like that? And how do you feel like you kind of settled in after the first inning there?
14: Um, yeah, I mean, I I felt really good. I just. First inning actually felt good in the first. They just um, got a hit, and then kind of took took my eyes off the guy in second on that first pitch. He stole third, and then ground ball just got him in. So, uh, but after that, I mean, felt pretty pretty good until that seventh inning. Um, just trying to throw a bunch of strikes, pitching with a lead. Guys put up you know big numbers in the first you know two innings. So made it a lot more comfortable on me to just go out there and throw strikes. What level of disappointment, if any, was there that you didn't make it through the seventh? I know that you like to to get deep into games. Yeah, I'm, I mean, I'm just disappointed the way it ended, um, giving up a home run and then two walks. I mean, I'm going to be disappointed no matter what inning that is. But, um, you know, especially, especially with the lead we had, just kind of giving them free base runners and, you um, you know, having, you know, JB, TJ and, and Sori come in when, you know, maybe they could have got a could have like got a day off or, or something um, to try to make it easier day, but ended up being closer than it should have been.
5: Y'all were kind of pointing
2: where Sean Murphy hit the home run. What was your reaction to watch that?
14: Um, like Johnny Bench. I guess uh Dusty Baker made a comment about he's not Johnny Bench but he definitely could be if you throw him strikes
16: hey, Mike just given what's coming up with the schedule I mean the schedule you guys have been on it and what's coming up I mean I know that you want to go deep into every game and you do but did you have a little bit more in your mind just with the doubleheader tomorrow and and all of that to, well, to in?
14: yeah of course we have a bunch of games in a row uh, we have a bunch of games in a row plus the doubleheaders um I don't think I've been in the seventh inning that much. So um you know, getting out there and then running after a foul ball, I think I just got tired to be honest. Um I don't like saying it, but just kind of weird. Like I didn't <laughs> feel like I, I got I went to myself and couldn't make the pitches um, you know,
12: when I needed to that. Anything else? Guys?
8: Just real quick, uh, Matt Olson, uh was, a, I mean, a factor in the first half and maybe wasn't uh, as productive as he's been previously in his career. But uh, since you guys came back, uh, obviously, he's kind of picked things up. What would it mean just to, to have him back to, you know, what he's fully able to do here down the stretch?
14: He's, he's doing a hell of a job. Um, made a great play at first, picking the ball and then tagging the guy out. Um, you know, lead um, first inning Grand Slam. He's been very productive. Maybe the average doesn't show it, but he's still dangerous, you know, in that box. And those hitters know it. Uh, they've been pitching very careful to him. And I think that's that's just the adjustment he's going to have to make is, um, you know, not kind of laying off the, the balls. But, um, you know, he's very dangerous no matter what his average says. And, um, you know, obviously we're, we're glad to have him.
3: Oh, yeah. He's special. There's no question about it. Last eight games, Matt Olsen's hitting 333, three home runs, 14 RBIs. He now is the guy that can carry you for a week, two weeks, and hopefully into the postseason. With the magic number now at nine. We got a double dip tomorrow, two games. Can you imagine? Win both games and have the Dodgers beat up on the Astros? Is that like a great Saturday or what? First pitch is going to be at 205. I'm going to get you ready for the double dip at 1:10 tomorrow. Dalton Jeffries makes his debut out of Cal. A lot of people excited to see it. To see what he has to offer. And then you're going to have Chris Bassett go in the second game. I, I t- To me, very smart. Like the last thing you want is a guy making his debut and he's got to sit around to the second game? Can you imagine getting to the ballpark and all of a sudden you got to wait, I don't know, hours? I don't know what time the visiting teams are in. You know, because right now this isn't like I get to the ballpark when I want. There's certain buses, there's certain amount of guys that can show up at a time and take your temperature and do all that kind of stuff. So it's not like, hey, I'm going to take a, a cab or Uber to the ballpark. This isn't how they used to do it. So I don't know what time they're getting. But you'd, you'd have this, this, this rookie stewing for hours, waiting for a start. Get him out of the gate early. Let him pitch the first game and then you have Bassett come in the second game. I wonder when Bassett's going to get there. Maybe that's something we should uh, ask Ken to ask Bob Melvin. What time is the second pitcher getting to the ballpark? Because these players aren't used to doubleheaders. They don't play doubleheaders anymore. Doubleheaders are not good for the finances. So what time, like, do you tell... Chris Bassett, you don't want Bassett there that early. Send a car for him. I don't know. I you know I, I don't know how it's working with COVID because you don't want him getting there. I mean, if he's not going to pitch till let's say these games are going, let's say like two and a half hours, so it ends at four thirty, and let's say we start at like five fifteen to five thirty. Do I really want him there at like? 11 a.m.? No. Maybe we'll uh, text old Ken Korak, the voice of Summer, and see if he can get, you know, from Melbourne's because this is what we're dealing with. We're dealing with double headers. Got to deal with one on Monday. Got to deal. When's the other one? There's another one coming up, too. Robert, off the top of your head, do you remember when the other one is? Oh, it's with Seattle at the end of the year. Yeah, the last Saturday of the year, we got double it. And that's just as of now. Who knows what can happen? We wake up every day to the unknown. You woke up today and wouldn't have thought, well, a San Francisco Giant's going to test positive. So that means now Padres Giants, both in the playoff hunt, they're not going to play Friday. They're not going to play Saturday. I mean, and then all of a sudden... Everything starts to change. Remember, the A's are supposed to play the Giants when they come off the day off on the 18th. You know, what if a couple more Giants test positive? And it's like the Marlins or the Cardinals, how that just will change so many different things. And all of a sudden, you got to start looking at off days and could have a doubleheader against the San Francisco Giants somewhere. So, I mean, we just don't know. It's day to day. We're hanging on by a thread, but at least we're hanging on. A great victory for the A's to start it out in Texas. They take down the Rangers 10-6. to The magic number is nine. Three more in Texas. Two in Seattle on one day. And then Colorado. A crazy road trip, but just keep winning. And I know I've made this point, but I think it's real. The bottom line is probably the most normal these guys ever feel at this point is to be on the field and to play baseball. Mentally for them, that's probably got to be the best for them is when they're playing baseball, and this baseball team is hot. You've been listening to the A's Clubhouse Show, presented by your Northern California Lexus Steelers. Enjoy A's cast, and we'll see you all tomorrow right here at 110. Be safe and have a great
16: night. Here's what we want everyone to do. Count all the hugs you haven't given, all the hands you haven't held, all the dinners you didn't share with friends, the trips you haven't taken. Keep track of them. Each one means one less person vulnerable, one less person exposed, and one step closer to a healthier community. So for now, keep your distance, but don't lose count. We'll have some catching up to do. Kaiser Permanente. Thrive.
10: Hit well, back is Upton, at the track, at the wall, and out it goes for Steven Piscotty. A two-out, three-run blow.
7: Thank you for joining this exclusive presentation of Oakland A's Baseball.